Y'all, welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yamo Patton here with you on this Friday, and boy, what a Friday we have coming your way! It's going to be super exciting. Hope you guys are ready to hang in, hang out, and hang on as we have a ton to get to NCAA baseball, NCAA softball, NBA, Major League Baseball, and Minor League Baseball, as the Nashville Sounds continue their road trip. They've been on the road for a co- uh, about a week and a half now, and uh, currently out in Durham, North Carolina, where they are 0-2 in the month of June, which is uh, not great. But after salvaging a split in last week's series, they continue to try and keep their non-series losing streak alive this weekend against the Bulls. To do it, they'll have to do it without two of their best pitchers and one of their other best pitchers getting knocked around a little last night. So let's talk about it. How can the Nashville Sounds salvage the split or get a win? They can still win the series. They just got to win out this weekend. How can they do it? Well, we have play-by-play voice Jeff Hem to talk about it. Jeff, welcome in. How are you, man? I'm doing well, guys. Can you confirm that Middle Tennessee still exists? Because I haven't seen it for a while. It feels like I've been gone a month. <laughs> we are here. so that's... We know, we know okay, Middle good. Tennessee State right. exists. We were there. <laughs> we, we, we are here, so so we feel pretty safe in, in, in confirming that for you, Jeff. I, I know it has been a long trip. It's been a long week. Last week was a long week because um, I looked up Monday and saw a sounds result, and I was a little thrown because, wait a minute, they're playing on Monday? And then I realized, okay, it's a Memorial Day thing. So um, you guys opened your series against Durham directly after finishing your series on Sunday in Toledo, then got an off day, then resumed the series in Durham. That had to be a little odd. It was a little odd, it's, uh, and we'll have that scenario again on the 4th of July, being home on the 3rd, playing, it's in Columbus on the 4th, then we'll have a Tuesday off day, pick up that series again on Wednesday. Um, you know, teams draw pretty well typically on the holidays. People like to go to ball games. So, yeah, there are a couple of Monday exceptions this year that are not off days like most are. Um, so it was, a, you know, a little bit different this past week, um, sort of a, a throwback to our old Pacific Coast League days where you're traveling the morning of the game that night. Uh, we don't have that as much anymore in this new format with the, the regular off days most of the time. So a little bit different, but the team played impressively on Monday, given the, the travel and, and Durham had already been here. They're on a two week homestand. So they were here waiting for us on Monday. And I thought the sounds played really well in a situation that would be easy to just kind of, you know, mail it in, make an excuse, and now let's get to the off day. We're tired. Uh, They finished the Toledo series well. They were in jeopardy of losing that series, and they won the last two to get a split and then won the first one here in Durham. So, um, you know, what you could argue is was going to be one of the toughest trips of the year just because it is a 12-gamer and not six like most of them are. Uh, the team is four and five. They're, so they're they're holding their own. Um, again, Durham's playing really well. The Rays are usually good. Uh, it was an impressive start to the season when the Sounds took four out of six from this team 
and Durham's playing a lot better now over the last few weeks than, than they were at the start of the season, as it turned out. So it's a tough trip in a couple of different ways. Toledo's got a good offense, too. Um, I, I think these are two of the better – now that we've seen enough different teams two months in, I think these are two of the better teams the Sounds have played so far this year. So it's not been a bad trip. They're four and five, and that's not the winning percentage that you know you overall have when you're 33 and 17. But a tough trip, there's been a ton of movement because the Brewers just got done with their toughest trip of the year. They went to a three-city trip that involved a doubleheader against good teams, the Padres, the Cardinals, and the Cubs. Uh, tough division games and uh, going out west and then back to the Midwest. And uh, we saw Ethan Small make his major league debut on Monday. Jason Alexander made his on Wednesday and did great. He went seven innings. So, you know, the guys are going up, getting chances. Peter Spreslecki made his major league debut last night, gave them two good innings and got the win as the Brewers rallied. I mean, we're seeing some of the, the coolest moments of the season during these last couple of weeks with guys just getting major league opportunities for a contending team and producing. I mean, there were a lot of positives in Ethan's debut. He got off to a good start with two innings and then it kind of spiraled on him in the third and he's back and ready to improve and try to earn his way back up there. So there've been a lot of good things happening and, and the stories of guys getting major league opportunities uh, never get old, especially when it's a 29 year old, like Jason Alexander, who's had to grind for everything. He's never been a prospect. He wasn't drafted out of college. He's had different organizations. He's dealt with injuries, and he's just kept going. And, man, has he earned a chance up there. And it was really cool to see him do as well as he did on Wednesday. So a good trip in a lot of ways so far, even if the Sounds are 4-5 and in the win-loss record. Jeff Hamm, voice of the Nashville Sounds, with us here on Main Street Sports today. And obviously there's a lot to get to, but you made you mentioned one thing, Jeff, and I wanted to um, get to that real quick. These Monday holiday games, like you said, they tend to draw well. Kind of unfortunate for the Sounds that both Memorial Day and Fourth of July are going to be on the road for them, so they don't really get to um, get a great deal of advantage out of that. But as you said, those – those do tend to be quite well attended and pretty, pretty exciting situations there. Yeah. And I just want our fans to know that we're, we're home on July the 3rd and that's, that's the way the AAA schedule always used to be made up. You know, everybody wants the big crowd and the fireworks on the fourth. So usually the, the way the schedule always would get built over the years, they would kind of start on July 3rd and 4th. Uh, with you're either home or you're on the road, you know, out of those two days and then work backwards and work out to Labor Day on the right side and back to early April on the front side. And that would kind of steer the schedule because everybody wanted that opportunity. And they're kind of following that again this year, even in a different formatted schedule and with all the league realignment. So while we weren't home Memorial Day weekend, uh, we weren't home Memorial Day weekend last year either. As I recall, we were in Columbus and then on to Charlotte while the team had that 15-game winning streak. Uh, but this year we will have, similar to what we had last year, we will have a 4th of July celebration on Sunday the 3rd. And so the Sounds aren't missing out on on that. No team is really missing out on that opportunity. It's kind of back to the way it always was. You're either home on the 3rd or you're home on the 4th. So that's good. Well, Mo, I'm not sure if you saw their uh, the tweets, but – they may not need holidays to get folks in the stands because 
people are buying tickets to Nashville Sounds games right now like they're not going to be here tomorrow. I mean, it is fantastic what we're seeing uh, in the ticket office from what I understand. And, you know, a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that this team is 33-17 and 17 and there's not many better ballparks than First Horizon. Uh, and so that, that makes a big difference as well. So getting back home next week against Norfolk will be a uh, obviously the first – first home stand since summer you know kids are out of school and parents are looking for mm-hmm. something to do <laughs> how do we get these kids out of the house jeff yeah this is usually when we kind of hit the, the the swing of of big crowds i mean we've already had a few sellouts and and you mentioned that our i mean our ballpark is tremendous and the bottom line is the sounds have numerous reasons why someone would want to come out to a game whether you're going to watch every pitch of all nine innings or somewhere in between, um, we've got something for you, uh, you know, promotionally and on the field. And it, it never hurts when your team is playing as well as this team is playing. And we've had some amazing moments at home, not just the record, but just plays and outings and walk-offs and some of the big nights with big crowds the team has has done well. Trust me, they, they feed off of it. They love it. They need it. Um, you know, when you're in the grind of a season, a big crowd in your home stadium matters. Um, so the fans absolutely matter in addition to them having reasons why they want to come out to the ballpark, both on the field and off. So, um, and being gone for two weeks, I, I can't wait to get back to our ballpark next week. And um, you know, it all evens out. You play as many on the road as you do at home. So starting next week, we'll be home for three of the next four weeks. There's a trip to Memphis in between, but then we've got a two week homestand not far away. So, June is going to be a great month uh, for people to come out to First Horizon Park. And, Chris, next Friday night I'm will be so the excited. fireworks night of the season. June the 10th. We'll see you there, buddy. Oh, I, you bet your bottom dollar my butt will be there. <laughs> I'm so excited for fireworks. I don't want to take your bottom dollar, though. And, and Chris will be in the stands going, ooh. Ah. <laughs> That's exactly what I'll be doing. Um. Hopefully you're doing that during the game, too, with some home runs. <laughs> there we we'll go. Post-game fireworks. That's what you like there to see. Uh, Jeff, you mentioned the the number of call-ups that we've seen here recently. Um, Ethan Small going up, Jason Alexander going up. Uh, the backside of that is the guys that are replacing them on the Nashville Sounds roster aren't necessarily the same caliber of moundsmen, and thus, you know, the four and five mark to some degree on this current road trip. Um, what have you seen out of the guys that have come up and, and made those starts and, and filled those roles for Nashville? Yeah, there have been a couple elements to that. One, you're right. Some guys have come up from double A to, to kind of backfill. Um, Zach Venero is one arm from double A who's come up and he had a good outing uh, and got a win the other night in Toledo. Uh, Nick Bennett was a draft pick of the Brewers a couple of years ago uh, out of Louisville. He came up and made his AAA debut the, here the other night, had a, had a rough go. It kind of spiraled on the sounds in the, the second game of the series, uh, close game early, and then it, it got kind of out of hand late. So Nick is looking to bounce back from that debut, but he's a highly regarded young lefty in the system and a relatively high draft pick who's just starting to get his feet wet um, at AAA. Then the other component is the sounds are built in a pretty good way to to be able to hold up with this movement. They've kind of had almost seven, sometimes eight guys who you could say are starters or 
have been treated like starters um, who've been who've been ready to jump in. Um, Alec Bettinger kind of getting stretched out. Andy Otero and Tyler Herb are two guys who've come up from Double A recently. They were starters down there and then initially in the bullpen here, but we've seen Herb make a couple of starts and have two out of three outings that have been really good. Um, so those kind of guys are, are stepping up in big ways and trying to eat up innings. So, um, and Ethan Small is back. I, I don't know definitively when he's going to slide into the rotation, but they did option him back after he, he made just the one start as part of the double header for them last Monday. Looks like he'll probably work early in the Norfolk series at home next week rather than pitching here in Durham this weekend. So um, not necessarily needs for like long-term replacements for some of those guys, at, at least for now, with Ethan coming back. But we have seen some some good play both from guys coming up from A, but then also guys who were kind of long men back and forth rotation and bullpen who have maybe gotten more starting opportunities following of this movement here with, with guys like Small and Alexander. Jeff Hem, play-by-play voice of the Nashville Sounds, here with us on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Jeff, as always, we appreciate your time. Looking forward to next week again. Sounds are back home Tuesday, June 7th, after the Rock and Jock softball game on Monday, June 6th. So if you're looking for something to do on Monday while the sounds are traveling, you can go watch a little softball at First Horizon Park. So, And fireworks on Friday night. Fireworks on Friday. And apparently, is, which day next week is peanut allergy? Is that Tuesday, peanut-free night? That's Yeah, Tuesday for the opener. Um, and then uh, real quickly, I want to give a shout-out to one of the giveaways next weekend. The Shirzy Series giveaway is going to feature Norman Turkey Stearns, who we're, we're trying to highlight this year as part of MLB's The Nine program, recognizing um, all kinds of accomplishments over the years in the in the African-American community. And Turkey Stearns, you guys may know some of the history. He's the only uh, Nashville native in the Baseball Hall of Fame. And uh, his, his family, his daughters are coming in from Michigan, and we're, we're going to try to tell the story of Turkey Stearns next weekend, one of the all-time great Nashville baseball players that a lot of people more in this current day may not know a lot about. So we're looking forward to doing that, too. Play for the Nashville Elite Giants, not Elite. Elite. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Any, anybody named Turkey, Good I'm for. Yep. I, I'm for anybody named <laughs> yeah. Turkey. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, when he ran, he kind of bobbed his head like a turkey, oh. and that's where the turkey nickname came from. Um, good stuff. Yeah, we're looking forward to that next weekend. Well, gobble, gobble, and get a win. <laughs> hit, hit the bull for us, uh, Jeff, and, and, and win us a steak if you don't mind. I will try. We've seen the opposition do it once in this series. Now it's the sound's turn. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> we appreciate it. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, guys. Thanks. Ahead, ahead of fireworks. <laughs> Catch him doing a quiet moment. That's right. Let's take a quick break. Braves on the other side of a break. So stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bond to join after this.